0: Voices can be heard over the flames of the fire. They grow louder and louder, filling the night as they talk in a circle around the flickering light. Someone throws another log onto the flames, and laughter rings out. The volume increases until the Elder suddenly stands before the group, power emanating from her stance. The loud sounds die down. The Elder stares across the fire until she finds a face not often seen. We welcome you to our circle, Ancient One. You have seen more years than even I. Would you grant us a story? A figure steps forward, hidden on the outskirts of the fire. A bent old man stands before them. I am the hermit. I am a recluse, keeping myself away from the hustle and bustle. I live in caves or secluded woods. I concern myself with spiritual matters, connecting to nature and silence. I carry the beacon of wisdom for others to follow. I teach those who come to me, seeking counsel and advice. There is a shadow side to me. If unbalanced, I grow isolated and retreat deeper into exclusion. I may be cold or selfish toward others. Tonight, I will tell a tale by mothlight. In a lighthouse, bound precariously on a rock, looking over the sea, rested an old man. For years his family had tended the tower, but he had grown old and now was sick. Confined to his bed, the lighthouse had fallen into disrepair, its stone walls covered in thick moss, its light mirrors and windows gnarled by green vines. The fire at the top of the tower, ringed by reflecting glass, had gone unlit for so long that ships no longer sailed this coast for fear of running aground. Unable to attain valuable supplies, the nearby village was slowly dwindling. However, a girl from the village had grown curious about the lighthouse. She had heard about the brilliant light that once spilled from it and decided to go see the tower for herself. Standing before the lighthouse, the girl looked up at the cracked stones, then pushed her way through the wooden door covered in brambles. Fighting her way past the growth, the girl entered the dark lighthouse. The smooth sides of stone greeted her, and the glimmer of a single candle drew her to the old man's room. His breath was hoarse, and when the girl touched him, he gave no sign of waking, remaining in a deep sleep. Unable to rouse the old man, the girl made him as comfortable as she could. Then, using the man's candle to light a lantern, the girl held it aloft to guide her way up the many stone steps to the peak of the tower. Emerging at the top, the girl found the lighthouse's mirrors dusty and still. Brushing away the grime with her hand, the girl admired the wonderful array of glass and reflection. Setting her lantern down in the middle of the mirrors, the girl used her skirt to clean the twelve pieces in a ring. As she cleaned the mirrors, they picked up the light from her candle and reflected it into the dark sky. It was still too dim for any ships to see, but suddenly dozens of white and brown moths began to appear at the windows, drawn by the candlelight. Wrapping her face and head in a silk scarf, the girl opened one of the large windows and stepped out onto the surrounding ledge. The moths pushed closer to the girl, nudging and brushing against her as they tried to reach the source of the light. Looking down at her dress, the girl saw that they had left powdery smears behind and the tiny imprint of their wings. The girl drew back her scarf to see the moths better, and her mouth opened in awe of their fragile beauty. But one of the tiny white moths flew into her open mouth. The girl could feel him leave powder behind as he tumbled down her throat to flutter in her belly below. Clasping a hand to her mouth, the startled girl did not know what to do. Turning back to enter the lighthouse chamber, the girl stepped through the window, but before she could close it, dozens of moths poured in after her. Then the window snapped shut as the vines surrounding the tower began to grow at a ferocious pace. Instantly, the whole tower was enclosed by green branches and cut off from the outside. The moths, trapped inside the lighthouse, fluttered their thin wings against the glass. The girl gathered her lantern and with skirts in hand rushed down the stairs, checking every window, but they too were all shuttered with vines. The girl peered down the side of the tower and saw the branches had completely taken over that as well, whole structures covered in thick green pillars. Checking on the old man, who still slumbered, she tried the front door, but it too was blocked. With the moth fluttering anxiously in her stomach, the girl did not know what to do. Perhaps if she built a fire in the lighthouse, it would burn the vines away. But what of the moths trapped inside? They would also burn. The girl decided she must try to revive the old man. Perhaps he would know what to do. Finding her way to the kitchen, the girl found a few baskets of carrots and potatoes. There were bits of mold growing on them, but she scrubbed them clean and made a hearty soup with them. She fed it to the old man, but he did not regain consciousness. And though the girl's stomach growled, she did not dare to eat, afraid of killing the moth fluttering inside. Unable to wake the old man with food, the girl read him a story she found in his study. This did not wake the old man either, but he seemed to breathe a bit more even. The girl looked for something else to try. She browsed through his collection of butterflies, glass bottles he had rescued from the sea, some with unread notes in them. She examined carved whalebone knives and old brass clocks. He even had a spyglass, but the girl could not see anything past the encompassing vines. Another day passed, and still the old man did not wake. The girl fed him a porridge, but once again ate nothing herself. She lit the candle lantern and made her way up to the top of the lighthouse. Lifting the trap door just a tiny bit, the girl peered up from the crack. The moths still fluttered, bumping into the mirrors and windows, but some had grown weak and rested on the floor. The girl did not know what to feed them and worried that they would die. She was afraid to touch them or let them near her. She did not want another one to fly inside her mouth. The vines on the tower had changed. They had broken through some of the windows and had entwined around the mirrors threatening to take over the lighthouse from the inside as well. The girl had to wake the old man before the vines grew any closer and before the moths all died. Replacing the trapdoor, the girl climbed down the stone steps, but stopped before a wall hung with a tapestry. As she held up the lantern, the light reflected in such a way that it shone through the girl's stomach and revealed the silhouette of the moth fluttering inside. She also worried about the tiny moth inside her belly. How would he survive, and how would she get him out? By the end of the day, the girl was so hungry. She placed a piece of dried meat in her mouth, but the moth fluttered so fearfully in her belly that she could not bring herself to swallow it. The girl instead tried to sate her hunger by chewing on dried fruit, spitting it out before she was tempted to swallow. She also wished for a drink of water so badly, but she knew the moth's wings were too delicate and would tear if she filled her stomach with liquid. The girl grew weaker and weaker, too afraid to eat and kill the moth inside. The moths at the top of the lighthouse also grew weak, and many lay on the ground too tired to fly. Their wings waved listlessly as they tried to crawl on the ground, searching for food or for a way out. On the third day, the girl had no strength to feed the old man, and instead used her last bit of energy to drag herself up the stone steps to the lighthouse. She carefully stepped over the fallen moths and pushed on the windows, tried to pry them open, trying to rip the vines away. The girl searched for a way out so she wouldn't have to light the fire and burn the moths. The old man lay oblivious in his bed below, and the girl knew he would not wake in time to tell her the answer. Crying, the girl opened the door of her lantern and took out the candle which had guided her around the dark tower. Throwing it on the pile of logs in the brazier at the center of the twelve mirrors, the girl set them on fire. The room grew hot and smoke billowed up from the fire. But the flames began to burn away the vines and brambles. Some shriveled up, turning black, while others pulled away from the heat, but the lighthouse was free once more. A few moths perished in the flames, but most of them were on the ground exhausted, and they survived. The smoke billowed out of the brazier and filled the girl's mouth. She began to cough and cough, and on the third cough, the white moth was expelled from her belly. Watching him fly past the broken windows and blackened vines to safety, the girl collapsed on the ground. The fire would have grown out of control, but the old man stumbled from his room, banked the fire, and settled the malnourished girl into his room. He nursed her back to health, feeding her meaty stews and warm bread. When she woke, she found the lighthouse was clean, well-lit, and in use again. Now that the old man was awake, ships no longer were afraid to sail these shores.